Yo, 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 We are the Lebaz Wise Guys. It's your boy, Uche. I got my boy, DZ, for Sheezy, from RGM Easy. Woo! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Back with another one. Uh, welcome back to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast. This is episode 159. 159. Shout out to the gang. We appreciate y'all for pulling up on us. If you're new here, stay a while. And if you've been here before, stay even longer. Uh, we, we're, we're, at, we're almost at 160, right? Uh, it's almost spring. I'm, I'm tired of wearing hoodies, guys. Like, this is just me. I'm <laughs> sick of it. I want I want to get naked, bro. A pause. Like, naked. You know, at a pool. At a pool. Okay. Still, my own, no, my own, my no, own pool. <laughs> at a pool? I can't. You, you I can't skinny dip in my damn, own pool. Some damn shorts on or something. All right, man. Damn. What do you think you drink? Yeah, got, <laughs> yeah, I got all these damn rules, man. Damn. Let me do my thing, bro. So anyway, no, man. Uh, shout out to y'all, man. We appreciate y'all. Like I said once again, we have a guest on this episode. He is a uh, content creator. Uh, he has his own platform called Sound Centric. He also interviews a lot of guys. He's very, very, very active on Twitter. And no, he yes, is not. No, he doesn't have a doppelganger. It's all him. <laughs> Say what's up to Adam Dash, bro. What's up? What's good? How are we? I love that intro. Love the energy. Probably don't walk around a pool naked if you want to <laughs> stay, stay an active member of society. But yeah, brother, happy to be here. Brother, this is... This is the energy of somebody who likes to walk around the pool naked. I'm just saying. You're going to get citizens arrest. Leave it to You ever been a, a citizen arrest? Yes, that's crazy. Uh, but no, um, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad we could connect finally, and uh, you could pull up on the show. I really like what you've been doing on the uh, on the episode. I'm sorry, on yeah. your platform, and you know, a lot of the new segments you've been coming with. So I think I think this will be a, a real dope conversation, man. I'm really excited for what we're about to discuss, and uh, we hope you guys out there. Are going to be excited as well yeah absolutely so if you guys are new here hit that subscribe button if you're watching this on youtube um if you are listening to this on audio <laughs> platforms y'all make sure to also hit the subscribe button we made it past a thousand subscribers on wow. youtube yeah yes sir we finally did it. it took a little minute but we here man now on the road to what what's the next goal what we got what we got be two thousand Two thousand. Double, double up. Let's, let's you, double up. Let's double up. Quadruple up. Okay. And then you stop looking at it. <laughs> That's true. Actually, I don't know. I think you keep when do counting. You, you got to keep counting it. About ten thousand. No, I think once you get to like 100 k. Uh huh. Yeah, okay. you, you got to just chill. I think YouTube. It just starts saying like hundred k plus. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just I appreciate it. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It's it's growing fast man. absolutely I can't man believe it yo thank you guys so much out there adam um on this on these uh on our podcast what we normally do is uh we do our little church announcement segments and then we get into what we're discussing on the episode and then we're gonna lead off with uh talking to you about your background a yeah. bit man so q talk to me man yes, church sir. announcements what yes, you got sir check out ratingsgamemusic.com uh not even arguably it's a fact that is the best music site on the planet, ratingsgamemusic.com. That's stamped. Um, we got music review. We got an album review for Kanye and Ty Dolla Sign, Vultures Volume 1. Absolutely. Uh, we got a review for Little Sims. Little Sims dropped an album. Uh, I got to listen to that. More like remember. an EP. More like an EP, yeah, Drop yeah. 7. It's called Drop it's called. 7. Drop 7. Yes, Drop EP. Yes. More like an EP. Drop 7. She, she toys with some very interesting sounds on that. On the, on Super the experimental, I was And then we got an uh, album review. It's very, very interesting. Album review for Fabio Foreign. He dropped. 
It's like Pain, uh, pain and, and Something 2. Pain yep. and Love 2. And then we got an album review for, at the time, the biggest album of, of that time before Vultures dropped mm. was um, Usher, mm. Coming Home. Yes, yeah. yes. So check out Ratings Game Music for those album reviews and then other stuff, original content that we got, and uh, song reviews. Apps. Gorilla dropped the Glorilla. song. Gorilla. That song Yeah, Glow. I love that song. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see, see. Everybody keeps talking about the music I, video. The video's nice. I haven't seen it. I saw the snippet. I didn't check out the full video once it dropped. But that, dog, that song is a hit. That song is fire. That's a hit. That song yeah, is fire. It's a good song. Hundred percent. She sounds like Pac. Doesn't she sound like Tupac? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, talk go really. Hey, bro. I'm like, she sounds like. Nah, she, that song is fire. But, but uh, yeah, that, she's good. She's yeah, y'all make sure to check out ratingsgamemusic.com. Like he said, home of uh, some of the best album reviews and song reviews you've ever seen. Uh. On to Zero Skips, the mother effing playlist. Shout out to everybody that's on the playlist. Uh, and also shout out to everybody that's looking to get on the playlist. We've been seeing you guys DMs. We've been getting your emails. We've gotten the requests on Grover, etc. And as we always say here, if you're an up-and-coming artist and your song is fire, it's truly a Zero Skip song, you'll get on the playlist, no question. But if it's not, hey, I'm just saying, man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hey, listen, we're we're here we're here to promote excellence. Much respect to everybody out there, but I got to shout out to the people on the playlist, man. Like that playlist is really going up. We got about I don't know, close to 150 saves mm-hmm. at this mm-hmm. point, man. Mm-hmm. Got it out the mud. Mm-hmm. People are really uh, mm-hmm. promoting this playlist, man. Uh, and I urge you guys to check out this playlist, which includes a lot of music from artists you've never heard of. So if that's something that you're into, y'all make sure to check it out right now in the description. Let's go. Okay. I like it. Yes, that sir. Was great, that was great, great promotion right there. That was great. I mean, God, you got to promote your own stuff, right? You do. Yeah. Don't you? That's true. Uh, also, if you're like me and like Q and probably like Adam and you like uh, bite-sized pieces of content, uh, you don't like to watch full-fledged episodes, you ain't got time for it, you like to check out five to ten minutes worth of content, we got that too. So y'all make sure to check out our YouTube channel. Uh, it features a lot of conversations that we've had on our previous episodes. On the last one, we talked about whether social media needs regulation. Uh, we talked about um, the whole Meg Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj debacle going on. Uh, which, by the way, damn, I can't believe Meg Thee Stallion went number one with his. That's yeah. like kind of crazy. It Am I the only one who thinks that's like kind of wild? Like, well, I didn't really care for the song. Yeah, I'm not gonna be honest with you. That's but, why. That's why um, I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, like, these, it's, it's, a, it's a cool song with no hook. But hey, these number one know. songs are sus these days. I don't it know where they come from. It is. It's Much really respect weird. to her though, it man. Is, like, yes. I, I think that's a win for her nonetheless. Yeah, it's a, it's a big win. But can no, you imagine that. Like, the, can yeah. you imagine you're beefing with somebody and the this record goes number one? You're like, it's number one on the Billboard charts. Wow. What? response reply to you guys you can't say a word <laughs> yo uh, uh sorry real quick lotto just dissed uh ice, ice spice, spice on yeah, sunday service she i don't did. think that song it is was, sniffing it was very, that song is not sniffing the top 100 on the billboard small diss yeah very small. I, I saw a video where she didn't even know because like the snippet she posted there was a video of ice spice behind her but apparently she didn't even realize that, like, she, she didn't did even that. know. Yeah, man. it was it was weak. Bro, it's I'm not gonna lie. I, it was. I, I, I love Lotto. Hey, bro. It was. You know what it reminded me of? <laughs> go ahead. Remember? And we'll get it. We'll get we'll it to the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I like to deviate. Go, you know no, what it reminded it. me of? Yeah. Remember when Ghana was like, "Yo, I'm a diss Freddie Gibbs on my next song. Yeah. The next song, I'm a diss Freddie Gibbs." <laughs> and the bar was like, "Oh, Freddie is a Freddie be telling lies or something like that." Remember? Yeah. He said something like, "We don't. We don't f with Freddie. What did he say? It was very basic." 
it was on DS2. Long. It was on the DS2 album. Yeah, I remember. it was. It was like so basic. That's what. That's how I felt about Lotto. It was. I. She said. All she said was, "I got ice." Uh, boiling or something. Yeah, I was like, I just, that's, that's all she said. I just don't care for it. He's it, it, boiling. Hey, hey, guys, we won't be talking about that on this episode. But <laughs> like I said, if you want to, if you want to hear about, I have a <laughs> sneaky suspicion that's a fake beef, guys. I have a very sneaky suspicion hey, look, man. that's a fake beef. I think the Drake versus Kanye was was a fake beef. I think this one's a fake beef. There's something telling me it's fake. You, you're probably not wrong. You're beef. probably not wrong. But no. You guys make sure to tap into our, our previous discussions on our episode. I'm sorry, on our playlist, uh, if, if that's something you're into. Now, on to what we're talking about on this episode. We're going to get into a couple of Zero Skips projects. We talked about some on the last episode. We're going to bring that back again. It's our, it's our dedicated installment on this podcast, I feel like, at this time. Uh, we're going to get into the top five Kanye West albums of all time. We're all going to go around the table chop it up about what our top five is and see if uh we gonna see who's right let's put it yeah. like we, let's put it like that we gonna see who's right can't get no writer yeah also we're gonna talk about the grammys but in particular uh jay-z had a speech right he was accepting the dr dre i believe it was like the global impact award mm-hmm. or some new award they just came up with yeah. he went up there accepted award and then he dissed a whole bunch of people while doing it. I know that speech rubbed a bunch of people the wrong way and the right way. We're going to talk about the speech and just the Grammys as a whole. And are they ever going to get it right, basically? Nope. I got a sneaky suspicion he's right. <laughs> um, we're also going to talk about the new Kanye West and uh, Ty Dolla album, Vultures. We're going to The new Kanye album. With a tie dollar sign and the whole industry, like, occasionally here. Yeah. There. That's, but, true. Yeah, That's true. That's <laughs> true. I like. The, I like. He's it. not even on the album cover. It's just Kanye and his wife. He's not even on the album cover. Exactly. God, man, this this whole thing has been a debacle, guys. I'm just being real. I feel so bad. I, it's for a debacle, Ty sign, man. <laughs> um, but first, let's talk about Adam Dash, man. So, like I told you guys before. You know, I'm really impressed at what you do, man. I'm going to be honest with you. Got to give you flowers, especially on social media in particular. Um, if you guys don't know, make, y'all make sure to tap into his uh, Twitter in particular, right? Adam yes, Dash. Yes. Um, but, yo, talk to us, man. Like, how did you start your platform, Soundcentric? And um, what what's your whole angle online, man? Like, yeah. what, what, what's, your, what's your disposition? Yeah. Um, I'm a hip-hop head. I'm so obsessed with hip-hop. It is my favorite thing in the world. And I'd like to say I am a, I'm an opinionated person. My mom would say I'm argumentative, but I say opinionated. <laughs> so I, my friends at school don't really listen to the music I listen to, but there was like an Ohio State group chat for hip-hop fans that I would just write in and no one would respond to me. But a kid mm. reached out to me in the side who ended up being my co-host for the past two years and was like, you want to start a podcast? So we didn't even know each other. And we planned mm. it out for a little and the, the initial debate was, like, I would love to talk about J. Cole or Kanye music. But then I was like, I feel like there's so many people who do that already. But I make music, too. So I'm like, if there was a platform for independent artists to talk about their albums the same way you go on Sway and he talks to artists mm-hmm. or you go on Funk Flex, mm-hmm. like, I could try to be that outlet for independent artists or rising artists. Because there's this strong-ass hip-hop Twitter community and there are so many amazing artists for example, Chris Patrick. He's from New Jersey. I've had him on the show. This guy mm-hmm. should be one of the biggest rappers. And, like, I think he's so damn talented. 
And he's not maybe as of right now getting offered interviews from the big stages. So if I can have him on my show mm. and be that entryway for more people to hear about him, that's the goal. Dope, man. I, I love it, man. I love it. I love you it. you ha- you seem to have a real purpose with what you're doing, which I think is very important. Um, you know, you and I, we chopped it up behind the scenes and whatnot. And I know you are uh, looking to get into the industry and whatnot, but mm-hmm. like, talk to me about some of like, let's say some of the interviews you've done. Like I saw you, you interviewed, uh, you're, in, you're starting to interview a lot of names here. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I'm drawing blanks here, but um, my guy from the UK, John Rock Yaks, old yeah, John J- Denton. There we go. Thank the you. Man. I saw you interviewed him. That was that seemed pretty big. It seemed pretty yeah. big. How'd that come about? So what I'm learning is, if you shoot your shot, a lot of people would love to just talk about music slash the opportunity to talk about themselves and the careers they've made. So the John thing, I saw his DMs were open without him having to follow you. I DM'd him, and within five seconds, he answered me. I was not. Mm. Nope. I, I was not. I've yeah. shot. I've shot my shot with other people, and they haven't responded. Understandably. But that happened so quick. I was like, holy shit. Because like, I love John Denton. I watch his reactions just like anyone else. But that's kind of been, it's like with each interview you get, you can use that person's name to get the next interview. If you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. now I can be like, I've had John Denton on my mm-hmm. show. And that gives it a little bit more credibility. Like, oh, I know who John Denton is. Okay, I see, I see what you're doing. And it's like mm-hmm. small stepping stones. That's dope. Yep. That's fire. I mean, it's the hustle. It's the creativity. Yeah. It's the responsibility that you feel to the community. That's just based off of everything you've been saying. That's my takeaway. Yep. But um I'm gonna go back a little bit. Like where like when did you fall in love with hip hop and like what were what is yeah. the album or song you can name that yeah. made you fall in love with it? So I'm the youngest brother, so whatever was on my iPod in two thousand ten, my brothers downloaded, like that's what I was listening to. So at that time, it was a lot of the, I guess, more frat rap stuff. So Chitty Bang was getting played when I was 10 years old, if you know who that mm-hmm. is. Um, yes, I remember him. Like Asher Roth, probably. Ash, Asher Roth. Mac, Asher Roth, Mac, Mac, wow. Uh, Mac Miller, Chance the Rapper. I think Acid Rap was probably the first Whew. album I was like completely obsessed with. I remember mm, whoa. I was talking to my friends about this yesterday, but I used to literally pray to God at night that my voice would be raspier. <laughs> Cause I'm like I love Chance the Rapper. <laughs> I love Chance the Rapper's voice. Um, but yeah, I think I, I feel like every kid goes through their lyrical <laughs> yeah, miracle that, phase. Sorry, that's insane. Yeah, yo, that's an insane prayer, yo. I was imagine like, please. God. Hey, imagine God on the other side of that prayer. Like, he's like, so you want me? To wait, wait, you? wait a second. So you don't want success in life? Wait, yeah, he's like, you don't want riches? You just want your deeper voice? Oh, we got you. Yeah, we got like, you. Smoke God probably like just have. Just yeah. have ten more, yeah. Ten have ten more hangovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I feel like every kid goes through their lyrical miracle phase. Like I just felt got obsessed with words and how people can use words. I mean, to, mm. just punchlines were crazy. So I think I went through an Eminem phase, as any young kid does at some point in their life. And oh, yeah, for sure. I, we were talking about this before, but it's funny that I have a very non-linear journey through hip hop. So if I'm listening to J. Cole mixtapes or Logic mixtapes, I was like, oh, what are these beats that they're rapping over? And that's how I found Tribe Called Quest. And I'm like, oh, who is this? Mm. And I go through their discography. Or I go through, I'm like, I'm listening to Jay-Z's discography, and I hear him go, ugh, nice watch. And I'm like, oh, that's why J. Cole said, ugh, nice watch. Like, that's a, he was, inter- mm-hmm. he was interpolating a, a hove line. So it's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I love hip hop because I'm still finding things like, oh, that's why J. Cole said that line or that's why they said that line. It was actually a DMX line. 
from years ago. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. in, in high school, I did my deep 90s journey to make sure I knew all the, uh, all the classics. Fell in love with Gangstar. That was my first 90s okay. album. Moment of Truth, I think, yeah. is like the best produced album ever. Uh, fell in love with that. I had a counselor at a sleepaway camp show me Slick Rick, uh, children's story. And I'm like, whoa, mm. this is sick. Like, the storytelling is crazy. And then right. I got into, like, Midnight Marauders, really loved that style. And then, yeah, just J. Cole became my favorite artist ever. I'm, dream- I'm obsessed with Dreamville. Um, <sighs> all of them J.I.D. You speak in my language, bro. Yeah, he's you crazy. speak in my language, man. My, uh, senior, Yo, oh my, my senior year of high so, school, he so was doing cool. a meet and greet in Philly at like a TN, or at a T-Mobile store or something. And I went there, mm-hmm. and I was like, can I, can I rap for you? And he's like, if you wait in line till the end. So I waited patiently, and I had my rap ready. And my dad has a video of it because he was like in the corner of the store videotaping from a distance. But that was, <laughs> yeah. a, that was an awesome moment for me. But yeah, I think yeah. my... My taste went from like that lyrical miracle stuff to more jazzier. Um, mm. So I remember like at first to Pimp a Butterfly, I was like, this is a weird album. But a year later, yes. I'm like, this is the greatest hip hop album ever made. Like my taste, <laughs> my, my right. taste grew from just wanting like, just looking at the words and being like, oh, this instrumental is like beautiful. Like who's Thundercat? What is going on here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's interesting you know it's that's that's a it, i like what i like that's a good question by the way like because you 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 talked about it your your whole your whole kind of like like a linear approach of like where you were and how you got to where you are you know and when you said when you talked about like some of these interpolations like shout yeah. out to my boy hush he sent me he sent me a, a, a like a video of somebody saying that you know the Stay Scheming song. Stay mm-hmm. Scheming. Uh-huh. That was originally a Nas song from back in the day that never came out, like an unreleased Nas record really? that mm-hmm. French Montana basically took the whole Stay Scheming. Is wanna get that was Nas. Yeah, oh, I didn't. Know People that. don't know that. Like I didn't know that, but I like that. would you when you said that it made me think of like the deep history that exists in like yeah. all of music. There's so many things that happen on a regular basis, whether it's the production, mm-hmm. people using lyrics that we just have no idea, but yo, that's hip hop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's hip hop. I remember so layers. I was a huge section 80 fan for Kendrick. And there's a song members only where he's sampling, uh, not Bun B Pimp C on, uh, smoking, uh, pulling, uh, keep that lean up in my yeah. cup. I didn't know big pimpin, Till years after I knew that Kendrick song. And I even made a version of that Kendrick song. And then I realized I'm like, Big Pimp. And I'm like, I've heard this verse interpolated so many different times. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. It, it's crazy. Yes. So that's. So that, could you imagine? That's just the fun part of hip hop. It's like just these little. I was going to say, Definitely. could you imagine us? We're. So I know you're, you're young <laughs> compared to us, apparently. Yeah. Um, but. Imagine like listening to music now and knowing exactly yeah. where these things are coming from, because that's how I felt, you know, when I was listening to it was about 90s when I started falling in love with hip hop. Um, 98 Puff Daddy and the family. That's when I was like, I really, really like hip hop mm-hmm. Mace and all of them. Um, and Puff Daddy was sampling. Yeah. <laughs> and but he was sampling stuff from like the 70s and 80s. But back then there was no YouTube. There was no, you know. Uh, Spotify, yeah. you just had to just be like, oh, he sampled it. I'll take your word for it. But in this day and age, I hear so many things that I grew up listening to being sampled. Yep. Yeah. And honestly, I can say I think the way it's being done now has been really tasteful. Like, surprisingly. Yeah. I think 
it's tastefully sampled for the most part. For the most part, I think definitely. the majority. Like they, it's almost like they pay homage. It's funny, not necessarily. It's funny that they say you have Travis Scott stands like these these teenagers who love Travis Scott. They might hate on '90s rap. They're like, ah, screw that old stuff. But I'm a huge Ready to Die fan. Travis Scott says on his biggest song, "Sicko Mode," give me the loot, and. Give me the loot, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, that's sick of him that he's shouting out. Clearly, he loves Biggie, and maybe that's the way yeah. that his fans are like on Genius, and they click on "Give Me the Loot" line, and they're like, oh, that's a yeah. what's this Biggie line? And then they go listen to that yep. song. That's a that's a that's, that's, that's a good point, you know, and that. and it kind of points to like the whole research of it all because you you brought up Genius, and Genius is a big driver of that, right? Like yeah. they they add the the level of research into now what people are saying, give you that whole background because. Yo, when we were, it's gonna say I hate when people say it. Like when we were growing up, back in my day, yeah, it, 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 it makes me cringe every time I even think of saying it. But, yo, like I remember printing out lyrics. I remember like like A Z lyrics. Like that was a Ooh, really for me. Yeah, that was a really big like that was another one. Yeah, really big platform for like lyrics and just we, I mean, we were printing out and I was just like literally read every. Yo, you couldn't tell me nothing back in '98. Funny you brought up '98 uh, because mm. for me that was. Very close, if not the same year, I fell in love with hip hop as well. Yep, yep. DMX, um, his whole run that he had in '98 was legendary, dropping two number one albums. Crazy, you know that was '98, right? That was '99. Was that '98? I want to make sure I get my my years right. It was '98 or '99, one yeah, of the two. Yeah. But the point is, get, uh, flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. Definitely printed out every lyric from every song, and I was just studying it. Like, yo, why did he say? Yeah. I got blood on my hands because, like, what do you mean you got blood? Like, yeah. bro, why? what's up with you and blood and corpses? And, yeah. like, I was so confused as, like, a kid, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think platforms like Genius, you know, they do a really dope job at it. And, and you know, the whole research aspect of it all, man. I, yeah. I like it, man. Listen, that hip-hop is the only genre, I, in my opinion, like that. Yeah. that has this type of songwriting Backed in it to where they're taking from previous. It's layers. It's poetry yeah. based, right? It's where layers. like the lyricism has layers to it, bro. Like mm-hmm. it's the only genre. It's yeah, layers. it's the only genre there's where a, it's like that. There's another podcast called the Dissect Podcast where each season he does a different album. So say he did "To Pimp a Butterfly," he'll do a whole hour long podcast episode on just one song, and at the end of it, <laughs> wow, he does an hour dissect. He does an hour dissect of each single song of the album, and it's like the fact That's that insane. a hip hop album. Can, it's not just like bullshit stuff too like it's real like real yeah, talk yeah. and the fact that he can get an hour of content out of every single song on an album he's done like Flower Boy by Tyler like he's done a bunch of classic albums and yeah, absolutely, I mean, that's man. the cool part about hip hop there's just so much to it it's, it's so cool like it's recently cause I was never a big Scarface fan so I watched Scarface's um, Tiny Desk mm-hmm. and like he was actually breaking down you know like he's talking and I was like, yo, dog, like, I didn't know Scarface was this deep. Yeah. And that's when I started doing a deep dive on Scarface. I heard a lot of the stuff that he's done that's been sampled. And I was yeah. actually, I had to, some for some artists, you have to actually look at the lyrics. Yes. To understand how powerful what yeah. they're saying. Yes. They're, because I think Scarface, I love Scarface, but like his delivery, he had a very like just kind of muddled voice. Yeah. So his delivery, you don't, he doesn't deliver his lyrics as clean as I would prefer him to, mm-hmm. as opposed to, let's say, Bow Wow, who, <laughs> Bow Wow, <laughs> Bow Wow delivers his lyrics clean. You know exactly what he's saying, but he's not saying nothing, right? It's, yeah. it's, but yeah. Garface is saying some deep stuff. It has depth. It's depth-filled, you know what I'm saying? 
You yeah. just gotta read the lyrics. So I, I, I that's interesting. You, you say that you know it's people like Jay Z who pay homage to the Scarfaces and they mm. swear by it. They say, "Yo, that was yeah. my favorite rapper growing." Up. He's Yo, deep. it's so crazy, man. Yo, we all have a story. I'm glad J Cole is your guy because I'm not gonna lie, that's that's my guy as well. Mm-hmm. Q and I, we were in college, man. Back when, when Jay, back yo, I got I'll give you your props on this. I gotta, yo, you gotta say back in 08, was it 08? Back in 08, before he came out, anything really. It was, it was uh, the last thing I'll say, and then we'll we'll, we'll head out of here. We'll jump into some of these topics too. But like, um, the warm up, yeah, it was the warm up in 08. It dropped, we were listening to it in our college room, Hmm. and it was so phenomenal. We were just like, yo, what the hell. Who is this guy? Like, why is he this good? Like, we were just like just amazed. And QD was just like, he's like, yo, I'm not gonna lie, man. Like, this guy's like one of the greatest rappers I've ever heard. Like, this, this is <laughs> he the, is a yeah, goat. Like, this is I crazy. Like, this is one of the best. This is I've this ever is oh eight. This is oh eight. Yeah, I think he has the best rap voice ever. I think he's the oh, perfect yes, he rap voice. He does. He does. Definitely. And he's clever, witty. Absolutely, yeah. man. A little boring. <laughs> hey, 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 listen. Hey, ain't gonna be no J. Cole slander on this pod, bro. We're gonna have to look place. for a new a new a new co-host, my G. Just saying. Hey Leo. Where are you? I'll put my two weeks hey, in. Hey, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need new co-host, bro. Hey. <laughs> now he's only like five. What does he know about J. Cole? But <laughs> but no, um, Adam, what you got next? What you got going on next, man? Where can the people find you? Um, yeah. you know, what do you want to promote, bro? Yeah, uh, you can find me on all social media at Adam Dash, D-A-S-H, not the hyphen, underscore. Uh, new Sound Centric episode every single Wednesday. Comes out Wednesday morning. Uh, new, I don't know who my guest is next week. We still got to figure that out. But new guest, it's either going to be an artist, <laughs> fellow music content creator, um, a writer. We've had a bunch of people on. Recently, we had on the author of The Book of Mac. So this girl wrote a whole mm-hmm. book about Mac Miller's life, interviewed his, all his wow. collaborators. So that was a really cool experience getting to talk to her about that. We had John Denton come on, like you guys just said. So yeah, it's been mm-hmm. it's just been fun talking about music every week. Oh, that is so dope. I like it, man. We need more we need more people like you Pure and podcast. what we do, people who just are so deep into the music, man. Yo, let us know if you want us to make an appearance, bro. Dude, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Let us know. Let us know. Uh cute. Adam, let's let's get into some of these topics, man. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, next topic and first topic on this episode, let's talk about this new album that finally dropped from Ye yes. and Ty Dolla Sign called Vultures. This is volume one, right? Yeah. This is the uh, first installment. He put it allegedly. on Apple Music. He put it yeah. as Vultures 1. Yes. You know, I know I'm nitpicky like that. He uh-huh. put it as Vultures 1. Okay, so part one is we all know what it is, right? Yeah. It's, it's no different. Than I thought it was volume one, and yeah, I'm nitpicky. Hey, 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 hey! Can yes, you can you yes. stop nitpicking, bro? <laughs> one. Okay, we gonna get into whether or not you like the music in a, in a second. <laughs> okay. Clearly, you didn't like the whole naming strategy. No, I didn't, we'll say I didn't like it, but I was confused. <laughs> yeah. I was like, because it's, it really matters though. Like, no, you, I, get, I get what you're saying. You looking it up, I totally get, I totally get it. But no, nonetheless, the album finally dropped. Uh, after months of teasing, after Kanye giving us, uh, uh arena debacle uh, uh ig lives telling us yo guys like i can't perform this album anywhere except for in chicago like i need help finding an arena i don't know if you guys saw that yes yeah, like that, that was Crazy. interesting you know it, he's been through cancellation in the anti in the in the jewish community mm-hmm. he's been through so much since the last time he gave us music i'm not surprised that people are still checking for kanye west music we're gonna get into this album in a little bit but like 
Shame on everybody who said, I'm canceling Kanye and I'm not listening to his music. We all knew that was Cap. <laughs> we all knew that was Cap, right, guys? I'll tell you, I'm, I'm Jewish. I think he's the greatest artist of all time. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. Hey, there you ha- hey, this is all we need. This is all we need. Yeah. <laughs> there you have it. Adam said it. Yeah. So um, let's get into it, man. So cute. Um, first and foremost, man, you know, what'd you think of uh, the album? I know you heard it. Mm-hmm. 16 songs, if I'm not mistaken. All these features, Playboy Cardi, all these guys, man. What'd you think of the project? Unlisted features. Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I thought it was borderline very good. I, yeah. I, I, you know, I'll say very good. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb and say very good. Um, it's So I said this in my review. I said, production-wise, it's not my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy production-wise. But it gives me a little bit of that feel. Mm. I think the production is is this multi-layered beats that, that have several different levels to it. There's several different uh, elements to it. Um, and then also, uh, it, it, I thought it was really cool. One of the songs had a hell of a life. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beat sample yeah. just like really quick, you know, which tells me that Kanye thought that that would fit on that type of well, beat because it's kind of similar. You, you know, know he, I mean? he did that because Ozzy Osbourne was, it was, it was originally sampling Ozzy Osbourne and he posted on Instagram, like, you are not allowed to sample my music. So then he switched I did it. see I that. I did see so Ozzy come out and say that. Oh, so okay, that's good news. So, okay, that's good news right there. That's uh, important. See, uh, look at the back. Look at the context. Look at the context. There we go. So, hey, we, hey, we might have to it have was you. A good, it was a good switch, too. Hey, it bro, we might, have to, we might need you as a regular on this podcast, yeah. bro. Like, that was, some, that was a that was hell of an assist a, right there. You know how they fact check? <laughs> that was a hell of an assist right there. Absolutely. No, this is what happened. <laughs> the, he also sampled, just randomly sampled Juvenile. Uh, maybe that was another one. Well, uh, what about back the Backstreet Boys? The whole everybody. Oh, yeah? I didn't. I can't remember. I didn't like that. I, I can't remember. I didn't see that. But um, I thought it was pretty. Cringe, I thought the production production is really good. Um, Ty Dolla Sign was fantastic on the album, in my opinion. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, he, he very infectious melodies, uh, but then he also had his hard hitting rap joints, rap uh, uh, bars here and there. But you know, the thing is, it's it's labeled as a Kanye West and Ty Dolla Sign album, but. In my opinion, is more so Kanye West featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Now they're equally they their parts are pretty equal. Ty Dolla Sign is on the album pretty much on every song, and his part he has just he he has a good amount of time on the album. But I just didn't think he was asked to be as bold as Kanye was. Mm. Kanye is the one that drives that album. Kanye's tone his energy the production fits kanye to me it's just a kanye album it almost reminds me of jay-z and jay electronica yeah <laughs> the opposite oh, of that the opposite don't of get that. me started but, don't but, get me started don't get me started it's it's that's <laughs> how i would say ty dollar signs contribution that's to fair. that album is it's, it's like i still it, he compliments kanye gotcha. i still can't believe that jay electronica let after 10 years of waiting for his album, he let Jay-Z have the first verse on the album. I'm like, we've been waiting here at your Which verse for 10 years. You don't let another man start the album. Is another insane. man. <laughs> Yo, you quite, hey, Adam is questioning his manhood. You don't have another. <laughs> hey, what if it was a woman? Would you, would you let him get it off? That'd be fun. That actually would be fun. dope. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, like, uh-huh. like, uh, 
Nipsey Hussle on Victory Lap, right? Mm-hmm. He started the album with the the Victory Lap song mm-hmm. with the uh, his feature. Um, what's her name, man? Tierra. No, nah, you guys know what I'm talking about the singer on. I forget. I'm drawing blanks on her name, but um. Anyway, if there's a singer, mm-hmm. that's fine. That, it's a different field. Like Adam, but another Adam rapper, I'm with him. Adam was on, regi- on late registration. Great yeah, intro. That's true. that's true. That's true. He did. He did. That's you true. cannot let that's another true. rapper start can't. your album cannot. if you're a rapper. But it just can't, it just cannot happen. It's Jay-Z. I don't care. But anyway. don't, it should not happen. <laughs> I think it's a good album. Yep. Um, I liked it. I now I, I know Adam's probably gonna dive into this more. I did not love Kanye's contributions to the yeah. album. I literally feel like if Kanye put a little more effort into his raps. And didn't play around. See, that's the words I'm going to use. If he wasn't playing around on the album, that could be a classic album. And I'm not joking. That could have been one of his classic albums on his catalog. But I thought Kanye just put in just a a lackluster album. I feel you. I feel you, man. But I think it's a good album. I I feel you. I feel you. Adam, what do you think? Good album or bad album? What, what What do you got? I've done two listens so far. I'll say it's a good album. Like we were saying before we started, we judge it based on other Kanye albums. It's not a great compared to other great Kanye albums, but it's a good rap album in general. I think one issue is that he announces these albums and these release dates before it's finished, which if you want to put pressure on yourself, sure. But once you push it back five times, like take a step back, finish the album, and then come back and tell us that you're going to release it. I don't get why he keeps... He's talking about volume one, volume two, volume three, and then now there's apparently a solo Kanye. Finish the music, and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then we can get there. Yeah, his his writing, he doesn't seem to care. And he, if he did, this could be an incredible album because on songs like Burn, yes, it felt like old Kanye rapping. And we were talking about the Freddie Gibbs one. Like he's the worst part of it because it's an incredible song. He's the worst part. It's an amazing song. And that's a weird thing to say about Kanye West because. You're Kanye West. You shouldn't be the worst part of a song. You should be the best part of the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I wrote this down because yeah. the features the features are good and they're interesting. But Kanye used to mm-hmm. be the gap like Banana Republic or Old Navy. He used to bring different worlds onto one song. And I feel like he stopped doing yeah. that. I think it would have been like it's cool that Playboy Cardi is in the album. But imagine yeah. like a Playboy Cardi and Jay-Z song. Like I feel like that was a skill that Kanye used to do a lot. Was bring. I see what you're saying. I get you. Yeah, yeah. Merging, yeah. merging different worlds. No, yeah. that, I, I agree. I agree. No, yeah. I, I, go ahead. Would you? You got I, anything else? On, uh, on that? But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a decent album. I'm sure he's gonna add changes decent. to it, take off songs, add songs. Definitely, yep. he's gonna tweak it. You know, it's so interesting. Like I, full disclosure, like this album's not on Spotify yet, and I listen to all my music on Spotify. Nor is it on YouTube, and like those are my two go to. Yeah. Like if it ain't on both of those, like bro, like what do you want me to do? I'm not. I'm too grown for this. I pay for too much of these music. <laughs> I I pay premium on Spotify. I'm a premium YouTube member. I need my music there. I'm not searching for shit. Okay, but that's neither here nor there. With that being Did you said, try Napster. <laughs> I actually tried SoundCloud. It wasn't there. No, it wasn't. It was on SoundCloud. It was not oh, on SoundCloud. Oh, okay. But no. Uh, with that being said, um, I did have to go search for it because at a certain point you know bro it's Kanye West like I need to hear this new album and I was able to hear a couple of songs and um yeah everything you guys said I mean I I definitely see where you're coming from but if you want to be real though like Kanye West from a like just we having a more macro combo about Kanye musically especially the last let's say five to seven years or so like you could probably say what you guys just said for like the last five to seven years yeah, of music facts. he's put out, right? Like 
his rapping is usually not that potent these days. And I think we all have accepted this. We've never considered Kanye some supreme lyricist, so we don't even really judge his lyrics in that manner. For Kanye West, it's always been about musically. Mm -hmm. What is he crafting? Soundscape-wise, what is he merging? The producers, the composers, everybody he's bringing to the table. I actually thought bringing Todd Dollar on this album was very important because Todd Dollar signed low-key to a lot of people's, um, I guess, maybe surprise. I feel like a lot of people are going to be surprised at... Like, why is Ty Dolla Sign working with Kanye? I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who even think that. But if you guys are not tapped in, Ty Dolla Sign has been involved in the music industry for, uh, with a lot of he's these everywhere. the ditties. The, mm-hmm. the, 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 he's collabed with everybody in the game. You name them. Chris he's Brown. came up, Chris Brown, he's came up yeah. with production, songwriting. And so with that being said, look, man, it's, it's, sad, it's a sad day when, when a song with, with Playboy Cardi and Rich the Kid is the best song that I heard from the yeah. album. I'm just a, uh, this is a Kanye West pro- album, yeah. bro. Thank it's you. a Kanye West album, and that was the best. The Carnival song, that song is fire. It is. I'm not, gonna, not even going to lie to you, but like to me it just shows me the direction that Kanye is in at this point in his, in his career. And I'm not even necessarily mad with it. It's just one of those things where it's like the days of us expecting this like overly crafted, well thought out body of work that has so much depth and just impact from Kanye West. I think the days might be gone, guys. No, it's I not, think it it's might not, be gone. It's, it's from a rapping standpoint. It might be gone from a production standpoint. But I, I feel ahead. like he used, but to. not even just, but not even just production. Uh, so here's what I, here's where I'm going with this, right? Like he's giving you the names of these songs called "Fuck Something." Mm-hmm. Like there's no depth. Like, I get the production aspect, and it's dope. Like, there's a lot of great things to marvel at that side of things. But even just the concepts mm-hmm. of songs are lacking to me. They're lacking. But that, like I said, that doesn't have to do with the production. But, but I, it, I, sure. I feel like Kanye also stopped singing as much, which is an underrated part that, like, he's really good at making Very amazing underrated. choruses. Very like, underrated. incredible choruses. And I feel like this album doesn't have that as much. I mean, he has some of the most famous catchy choruses in hip-hop history. And yeah, he make like it, and maybe he. I think he writes for the feature artists sometimes. Like I'm trying to think what songs in my head right now. The um, like we're still the kids we used to be. I put my mm-hmm. hand on the stove. Like he writes these beautiful, yeah, such beautiful songs. Yeah. And he's kind of stopped doing that. And we were talking about this before that he's kind of riding mm. trends now. So that everybody's song, it's like a cool song, but I expected more from Kanye than hopping on the new. Let's remix a 2000s track, and. Like it's just kind of exactly kind of basic. It's Yo, like so, like for instance. Sorry, it's so funny. As as we're talking, Vultures One is on Spotify. Just FYI. Good. There we go. <laughs> it's now here. After go, go ahead. Being taken down and put back. Take down. But um, we'll edit out I my, will say uh, this, my my diatribe. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. So, you know, for us, ever since starting this podcast, one of the big topics is songwriting and people getting help. I think the biggest thing that changed here is who's in the room with Kanye when he's yeah. making these songs. It's right? too much help. So like, there's too many people. It's it's either too it's too much, and then the people that are helping him. Like yeah. for instance, when he was on the come up, imagine the people that are probably in the room with him: Mike Dean, Consequence, yeah, Common, mm-hmm. Kid Cudi, a young Kid Cudi trying to get an yeah. opportunity to show the world. Those are the kind of guys that are in the room. I have a sneaky suspicion that for songs like. You know, um, Carnival, he had Rich the Kid in the room. 
Yeah. You know, he had Playboy. Mm -hmm. He had probably like, you know, a guy like, I don't know, like Tizo Touchdown. Like these are the type of people who where it may not necessarily resonate with the Kanye we know from the past. Which is fine. Which is fine. But I will say that is all while that is can be considered a knock. Mm -hmm. I actually give Kanye credit because Mm -hmm. he has shown that he's been able to stay this relevant and been able to be this creative pushing boundaries sonically because he's tapped in with the degeneration of well, people right. that we didn't expect. You think about what he did with Kid Cudi back then, the early Travis Scott's. Like, those were yeah. different but worlds he before he joined forces at- and sort of tapped into what you know their wave and then now it's like yo what the hell is kanye doing uh, with 808 and heartbreaks that was different yeah. we're but not gonna act like time, that wasn't this left field move but you at, know that, what I'm saying? at that time he was still young mm-hmm. okay he's now 50 or almost 50 like okay it's just too far a gap in my opinion to be trying to relate to that younger group so now it may not have an impact on the production or the you know overall structure of a song but it's content. Mm-hmm. They want to talk about ratchet stuff. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I want to fit in. You know what I mean? I hey, look, it, last thing I'll say, I was going to say, because I, I do want to move on to the next topic. Um, sure, we could talk about this like for yeah. 10 hours. <laughs> I mean, to be quite honest with you. But like, yo, <laughs> I haven't heard the full album. And once this comes out, I will. So this is, but but look at what he, look at what, everything you guys are saying, right? The, you, Adam, you brought up his singing. You said, oh man, like he doesn't sing as much. We talked about the generations of like what he what he used to do and what he's doing now. It's like look at what he did uh, on that song, talking with Northwest, the once again, yeah, like that singing melodic side of things where it's like yeah, that's probably like an interlude if we're being yeah. honest, right? But it's like, catchy from a song standpoint. It's super catchy. It has melody. It has Kanye singing. The song has depth. Has like sample, that, yeah. I want I want to see more of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That type of Kanye, because I, I think he—that's the Kanye I know and love. Mm-hmm. It's funny that when he was like making my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, he flew all these rappers out to Hawaii. No phones were allowed in the studio. They're wearing suits every day. And now you see videos yep. of like the current recording process. There's like a hundred people in the room videotaping him on Instagram Live. It looks hectic. <laughs> and oh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what the album sounds like. There's just too many it people. Does. He's got like a hundred producers oh, on God. every single song. Everyone's going, like, who are these people in the studio with him that are just hanging out? It's just, it represents oh, what the man. album is. It sounds it's, a little hectic. It does. It sound, That's the perfect word to put it. It sounds hectic. But still, I still think it's good. It's a good album. But I will say this. It's, yeah, it's rabbit, a good album. Yeah, Last rabbit, thing, and we'll yeah. get to the next topic. Uh, I, I watched Andre Iguodala uh, talk about Jordan Poole, our guy mm-hmm. Jordan Poole. <laughs> and he was like, you know, Jordan when you're playing basketball on the court, sometimes it looks like you're not even trying to play defense. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he was like, do you know how much energy it takes to not, not try to play defense? That's a great clip. <laughs> it's, it's, you, you heard that, yeah. right? That's kind of how I feel about Kanye. Do you know how much energy it takes for you to like not try on these, these songs? Yeah, it's like he's trying to like, write bad lines on purpose. It's like you're purposely trying to sound bad. Like that's that's what the album sounds like. It's like it's one thing to say Kanye fell off. It's one thing to say Kanye he just don't got it no more. He sounds like he purposefully is trying to write bad. Hey, rhymes. but guys, but guys, I believe that is what is happening. And I think that Kanye is such a what I would call he's so ingratiated. He's such a legend at this point. We yeah. all trust his judgment so much. 
I think he 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 takes us for granted as fans. He takes mm. us for granted. I mean, he's an ego man. Like, look at what he did with the whole poop did he scoop, doop did he do. His whole point was like, yo, y- y- y'all are no, y'all are gonna know that I'm trolling. Y'all are not gonna take this song yeah. seriously, but I'm gonna make y'all care. And he's smart. And here's how. Because when he's in trouble, he's like, all right, let me make a soul sample beat and rap, and everyone. Will <laughs> <love me laughs> I'm gonna get y'all to care again. Facts. I'm gonna get y'all to care again. He could say the craziest shit and then just drop like a Mad Lib type beat and with him actually rapping on yeah. it, and I would be like, all right. I mean, whatever he bro, said before, who bro, cares? Con- this is this is crazy. Bro, Kanye has us all in the palm of his hands. Mm-hmm. Pause. Does. And on that note. Uh, let's move on to the next topic, man. Next topic. Jay-Z speech at the Grammy. Oh. Yes. The Grammy so rocks Awards. Up. Good old Grammys. So, from what I heard, because I'm going to say the disclaimer, I say it all the time, I did not watch the Grammys purposefully. I think I was probably watching like Dateline or something. Like, And I, <laughs> and I knew the Grammys was going on. I was checking Twitter. About, oh, there's one. And I saw Killer yeah. Mike's. Uh, <laughs> I saw him get his award, didn't get arrested, <laughs> and get, get, which is absolutely crazy. But I don't watch the Grammys. I'm just not a big award show guy. However, from what I heard, it was a nice, peaceful event. You know, there was nobody getting slapped. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was, you know, people were smiling, all good vibes. And then Jay-Z got on the stage. And, you know, still good vibes when Jay-Z got on there. But then he started getting irritated. <laughs> Talk to shit. Jay-Z, he started talking that talk. And, you know, for the most part, I thought, you know, Jay-Z, when he was mentioning, you know, the Grammys, you got to get it right, you know, and make sure you do your due diligence to give the right artist uh, nominations. I thought that was fine. But he did dive into parts where he said some of y'all should not have been nominated, mm. which I thought. And, he, you know, he had mm. to... He even knew it was a lot because he said, "Let me stop. Let me stop. Yo, I don't, let me stop. Let me stop." I don't know who he was referring to when he said that. Some of you guys. I don't know who he was referring to either. I I really don't. But <sighs> but it's. I think this is one of those topics where it's literally mixed reviews. I've heard just as many people say they liked it as just as many people saying they yeah. didn't like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so for sure. Where are you? I'm gonna start with you. Uche. For sure. Where are you? Are you on the you like the speech or are you on the I didn't like the speech? Hmm. Such a tough question, on my, scale. my guy. Listen, I gotta say this first and foremost. I didn't have a problem with the speech. I liked it. I liked it. It was a bit confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the speech was a bit all over the place, that, right? Like yeah. if you watch it in its totality. He made a couple of different points. Uh I think his main point was to just to say that the Grammys doesn't get it right. And we would like for y'all to get it right. That's the main point, right? All that extra stuff. Y'all going to get robbed. Uh, Some of y'all don't belong here. Uh, (laughs) You know, I start telling the truth when I get nervous. Like, you know, he said a bunch of stuff. Um, To me, that was the main point. That was my main takeaway from from uh, what he said. And so with that being said. The, the heart of his point was to reference what Beyonce, his wife, the great Beyonce, has been through, right? Number one Grammy winner, won the most Grammys in the history of the Grammy uh, history, and yet has never taken home the coveted Album of the Year award, mm-hmm. right? Of course, there have been 
arguments. Like I think she, I think hundred percent think she got robbed. Um, Lemonade should have won over Adele. It's not even a debate. Like I don't. I per, to be honest with you, I don't even think there's an argument on the other side. It's so bad. Adele said, "Yo, Beyonce, you should have won." Like when the other person has to give it up like that and say that, it's egregious. But Adele's album was really good. I didn't say it wasn't. But so. but Beyonce's album. Wow, this is a super, and that's the, we got to talk about this too. Like this, it's a subjective award, right? Mm -hmm. This whole process is apparently very subjective. So at the end of the day, human beings are going to get things wrong. But I think the overall point is that I got to act, I'm I'm going to ask you guys a question at the end of this, but my overall thing is this though, having the most amount of Grammys to me is not a reason for you to get the album of the year award. I hear the argument that's being made, like, oh, how could you have the most Grammys? That don't mean that you should just automatically just be having all of these awards from the categories that you probably want the most. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? That's an unpopular opinion because, and then the uh, the flip side of this to me is, should the boycott, should the the Grammys be boycotted? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm on the flip side, man. Like, I see all the chatter. People are saying the the rap category should have been televised. Mm -hmm. Why was it not? Bro, can we all just come to a consensus on this? Because I don't think I don't I think it's a hard and tough conversation. Do we care about the Grammys or not? I think this is the this is the heart of the discussion here that artists will try to act like they don't care but they really do care, right? Yeah. Drake not showing up to the Grammys saying, "Yo, this don't mean nothing." Da 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 da. I don't care about the But then you got but then if he would have won, if he was a, a winner all this time, would he be saying that? Yeah. Not sure. Mike, Killer Mike made no mistake that he's been gunning for a Grammy this entire time. Mm. That's what he wants. It's it's a to me like I'm of the belief that I, I do not believe the Grammy that the rap should have this its own category. And plus, I also think there's this racial element where black people within rap feel like they've been underserved and therefore let's go out and let's create our own platform where we all can acknowledge our, mm-hmm. ourselves. I don't think that's the right move. I think that there needs to be change within the platform that we all care about, which is the Grammys. Yeah. I get some people don't care about the Grammys, but look, more artists did not say they care about the Grammys. So therefore, at the end of the day, I got to ask y'all, like I said before, is the Grammys... Having the most Grammys, does that actually mean that you should have this album of the, of the year? Like, where is Jay-Z really going with it? Because I see his point, but I don't think it's a solid point at the end of the day because it's a subjective award. At the end of the day, we need more people who know about the culture and whatnot in those rooms making those decisions. So, I mean, that's that's really my overall overall opinion, man. So I'll kick it to Adam, man. What do you what do you got to say? What, what's, what's your what's your take on Jay-Z's speech? I'll say first to the Drake point, I think Drake's speech was amazing because he was preaching how if people are showing up in the, in the snow to see your show, like you won. You don't need this award, but mm. it is the award. So it is really nice to be awarded for something. That's why people like it. And I mean, it's the same thing with any award, like the MVP. There's always arguments in the NBA or in the NFL. Like mm. you're never going to get a right to every single person, but it is nice just to be nominated or even talked about. But at the end of the day, you have fans coming to your sold out tour like, you don't need validation from however many voters actually voted on that. The Jay-Z mm-hmm. speech, you talked about this. People think it was really planned. I think it was very all over the place. So he started talking about 
how Will Smith boycotted the Grammys. And I was, because it wasn't aired on live TV, and I was waiting for Hove to come around and be like, and I can't believe it wasn't aired tonight. He never said that. And people were like, mm-hmm. but he meant that. I'm like, I don't think he did. I think he, I don't even think he realized <laughs> that it wasn't aired on the live TV because him and Beyonce showed up late. So I'm not even sure. <laughs> I don't even know if Hove knew that, but I can't believe it wasn't aired on live TV. It makes no sense to me. I feel like no, no maybe sense. not the smaller categories, but like hip hop album of the year. I feel like that's a major award to give. Maybe mm-hmm. it's because this year there wasn't mm-hmm. ma- many huge hip hop artists nominated for the award. I don't know what it was, but the issue with the Grammys is inconsistency that mm-hmm. some years mm-hmm. the highest selling album is the one that wins. Some years, like this year, it's the killer mic. It's the more poetic, lyrical, introspective album that wins. And it's like mm-hmm. there's some mm-hmm. awards where you're having a killer Mike song go up against Ice Spice Barbie World. And it's like, what type of, <laughs> like, for best rap song, exactly. it's like, what are, what are the standards here? Like What's the, the Hill, criteria? Or Kendrick's, yeah. The Hillbillies was nominated. And I said this on our last episode of the podcast. That song was nominated because it's Kendrick Lamar, but it was not a top rap song of the year. Thank no. you. Thank no. you. Like, what are we it doing? was barely Thank on you. streaming services. Barely. Yeah. Thank but, you. <laughs> so the, yeah, the Grammys has so many issues, and I think hip hop deserves to be nominated for it more and i also talked about this hip-hop albums are never nominated for album of the year which makes no sense to me because these pop mm. albums they're great most of the artists don't write the music for it like they have writers That's doing it point. and That's all respect say to miley cyrus and i'm sure she has hands in writing the songs but to pimp a butterfly losing the taylor swift album like that's like the most one of the most important albums of any music genre ever it won a pulitzer prize yeah and yeah. Win a pl- definitely surprise wait yeah. no actually that was damn that, that damn technically right. oh, was but, yeah it was damn okay. it was damn technically but but, but yeah, everybody thought <laughs> everybody was like yo why did that one get it but to pimp a butterfly didn't get the pulitzer prize yeah that was weird it's yeah, yeah. so so much inconsistency with the grammys but it is the main award show at the end of the day people are like we should give more words like maybe the bet awards at the end of the day it's just the grammys have certified themselves and it's they the grammys they need to get voters who are specifically maybe in the hip hop world. I thought No ID was trying to help with it. That might be wrong. I'm not sure if No yep, ID yep. ended up doing no, that. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But people throw out like JID's The Forever Story was not nominated for album, rap album of the year last year. I'm trying, sure. but like Jack Harlow's and DJ Khaled was. All respect to them, but like, why is a DJ Khaled album being nominated over <laughs> someone who actually wrote every bar of their album? Like, I don't even know what Khaled does really. <laughs> he does production. I mean, yeah, he's, 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 he's a producer. He, he's a producer. he motivates. He, yeah, you know, he goes to the room and motivates everybody. He's in on the room. social media. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, entertaining us. <laughs> but, that counts for a Grammy, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> but if, and the, the Grammys obviously love this Killer Mike album so much. He swept the rap awards. So why wasn't it nominated mm. for album of the year? I'm not saying it should have won, but it should have been at least nominated. How yeah. was the best rap Look. album not in the the biggest genre in America? How was rap album of the year? not also debatably the album of the year. That Yo, that's you, you're bringing up structural issues in Q. I know you're about to chime in here, but like to me, that's like one of the bigger issues. Like I think of Jay-Z and what, he, what he's doing with the NFL, right? And how mm-hmm. well, after, after what Colin Kaepernick went through, right? Kneeling, everybody protesting for police brutality. A couple years later, Jay-Z comes in and says, essentially, yo, Colin, whatever y'all were doing, y'all ain't doing it right. I'm going to try to get into the room yeah. and try to like make structural good. changes. So I think if there's anybody who 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 has a, I don't want to say track record, but who at least is trying to get in the quote unquote room, yeah. it is Jay-Z. Like I think Jay-Z is the person who should be talking. 
Yes. He is the he one is. who we need to hear from in that regard. But Q, go ahead. What yes, you, you think? He should be talking. But I, I do kind of agree with Adam. The one thing I would say, I love the speech, but it was kind of like all over the place. Mm-hmm. I can tell he kind of just did it off the whim. Like, yeah, he was just spitting off the top. Um, something's bothering me. Like, I've been sitting here watching this. I'm bothered. And I just got to say something. Yeah. That's kind of like what the vibe I got was. Um, but, you know, to answer your question directly, does the Grammys matter? Yes, it does. I mean, but let's take a look at your resume, right? When you were getting out of college, we had to put anything we can on that resume, mm-hmm. right? And <laughs> some things were important to you just because it made your resume look better. You know what I mean? You took these college courses that you can put on your resume. I took organic chemistry is a, a, a class that comes to mind mm-hmm. where everybody who took that class complains about it, hated it, but that was something they can put on their resume that they took. Yeah, they put. But you know, it may not mean nothing in the long run. Yeah. At the end of the day, a Grammys for your resume is the best thing for your resume, whether you like it or not. Gets your number up. Whether you respect it, it gets your number up. It can raise that price. It gets, for for instance, Mike, um, Killer Mike's album, right? I did a review for his album. Right after it won a Grammy, views just spiked. It just went high up. People are thinking about it. If you see a trailer for a movie, they're like Oscar-nominated art um, actor, Leonardo DiCaprio is in his movie. Exactly. It's a name. Exactly. If you're tr- Academy Award winner, Grammy. So it's it's definitely important. And, you know, just kind of playing devil's advocate to Jay-Z and, and all of us here. The one thing that people got to remember about the Grammys is that this is the best of the best most of the time. Mm-hmm. It's the best of the best. So I actually felt bad because Taylor Swift, two times, Kanye, Beyonce should have won. Yeah. <laughs> Right for uh, yeah. I forgot what album that was. The difference, the difference. and then now, I was like, the huh? difference between really? that one was that that was like an eighteen-year-old girl at the time who like just won best music video. <laughs> exactly, it's like Kanye. Like, exactly, I get your point. Exactly. But let the eighteen-year-old girl have like her biggest let moment her... of her life. <laughs> exactly. So, but for for Taylor Swift, it happened twice. Uh, Kanye did it to her, and then Jay Z did it to her. Just or it just happens to be. I just think it's just not Taylor Swift just doesn't sit well with people. <laughs> with, I, like Taylor Swift winning awards doesn't sit well to people. I think the other side um, to what some people think about the Jay Z speech was he was saying she's has the most awards in this entire room, but she's never won album of the year. On the other hand, people mm-hmm. are like, she's won all those awards and you're still complaining. There's people in this room who have never won the award. Like, mm-hmm. there's not that much sympathy yeah. for you. She's won every other award. Like, boo hoo. Yeah. I think that's like the other side and, and of it. That's, and, that, that, and, and that was a side I was because because it, it it tells you what he and maybe even because you think I mean Jay Z's speaking for his wife that's his freaking wife like mm-hmm. I would assume that they feel the same way right like he yeah. going up there they got to be talking about this in the background yeah. so it tells you like okay there's a more coveted category that mm-hmm. is at play here and I believe it's really that album of the year of I, course I, the that's the one that's really that's the, the conversation here one and yeah at the end of the day. These are all really good albums. We have to yeah. remember that. This, these are all really good albums. And, you know, there's Taylor Swift probably. I don't know if she deserved that. I actually didn't listen to that. Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, the problem with the Grammys is it's just, especially for that album of the year category, it's it's 
what are you looking for? Like you mentioned, yeah. Adam, are you looking for introspective? Are you looking for pop culture, penetrating pop culture? Are you looking for uh, deep production? It's always going to change. There's never a right answer to things like yes. this. So being nominated there was, is just it, it's it, a prize in itself. They said it's, that you have a top five album of the year. That means a lot exactly. because a lot of people didn't get nominated for top exactly. five. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's the thing that we got to take away from what Jay-Z said. I agree with everything Jay-Z said, but at the same time, like, it's just one of the best albums. And it's so subjective. It's so opinionated. There is no way it's music. you can find the perfect best album in the world. It, it, there's no way because some it, the minute that you say Taylor Swift's the best album, somebody's gonna say there's an indie guy that I listened to yeah. that dropped an album exactly. that nobody knows of, but that's the best album I heard. So you know, I don't think. Long story short, I don't think people should take Grammy losses so strongly. It should not be something that should nominee being nominated. I think is where you know you you should feel really good about yourself. Yeah, I mean that's true and. It, it's it's weird because at the same time you say that, but then it, it's the artists themselves who are telling you how much they care. Mm, like for sure. so so like that's my thing. It's like us as the, on the, the the onlookers, if you will, we're saying, hey, we're confused because we're like, I thought you guys said y'all don't care, but then there's the other group that's saying they do care. It's like mm. which one is it? Yeah. Right. But at the same time, then us then at the same time we're we're evaluating the best in that category and we're having our own opinion, right? They care. So I think at the end of the at the end of the day, like there just needs to be better or more diverse ears in the room to make more sound decisions. Like yeah. I'm not saying that they get it wrong most but of the time. Get they wrong. get it wrong a good portion to where they need to but but you can never You'll stop never get it right. But you can never stop getting better as a committee. Like that's an ongoing get thing. You'll you never get what I'm trying to say? The funny thing is everybody complains about Grammys. BET has got it wrong. Yeah. TV's got it I spice one artist of the year, uh, um, a new artist of the year over like some other really big, no knock you on You're talking about for the Grammys? MTV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's MTV, so people's not really paying yeah. attention. Every single award show gets it wrong. Yeah, people were, <laughs> so. I, I saw some people were very mad Victoria Monet won Best New Artist at the Grammys, and other people are like, she's been writing Ariana Grande's songs for 10 years, she deserves this. Some people are like, Noah Khan, you know what I mean? Like this country artist, like, he was robbed. Like yeah, exactly. Is that it's, so it's, 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 it's you're never gonna get it right. So like this whole notion that well, it's never gonna be right. Well, okay, but when you say this last thing I'll say because we'll, 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 I want to move on to the next topic. Mm -hmm. Um, but yes, you're never gonna get it right. But like let's let's be real. There will as long as people are making music and and they're making great music at that. Mm -hmm. There's always gonna be a flip side. Meaning yeah. mm -hmm. somebody's gonna believe they got robbed. Mm -hmm. So if that's what your overall point, yeah, sure, you're never gonna quote unquote get it right. But there is a way you can g g have a sp specific set of criteria stick to it and you and and actually tell people this is the criteria mm -hmm. and then you vote accordingly i think there's a way you can get it more right than yeah. they've gotten it there's no, so, but there's so, while while that's saying there's always going to be people who believe they were snubbed that, there's, there's that's a, never going to like think about the nba mm -hmm. mvp mm -hmm. Do you know every year you can make an argument for someone else getting the MVP? For that sure. who got it? For sure, for sure. So yeah. there's always going to be a flip side. Like, oh, this person was snubbed. I, I get it, but yeah. for the most part, mm -hmm. get it right. See, you, see, That's the point. See, no, this is a lot. For the most say. part. What you guys want is you want them to get a selection that won't cause uproar. 
<laughs> no, I don't care about that. <laughs> That's what you care about. No, I don't I, care about that because uh, I just feel like they kind of just delegitimize hip hop a little bit by not nominating it for album of the year. It's like, yeah, we'll give you a I little hip hop award before the show, but you guys aren't going to be nominated for like the big one. Yeah, I agree. That's a whole different discussion, yeah, bro. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, yeah. I thought what they did to Killer Mike was a disgrace. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. Maybe he committed a crime. Maybe, but that was a disgrace, bro. Like, we got to be what, honest. Arrested him? Yes, bro. Ti said it best. He said, "Yo, that was an atrocity." You know, <laughs> you know, Ti and his big words, bro. That was hey, that was a nice one. He said that was an atrocity. I'm like, Ti, you were right. <laughs> Yo, let's move on to the next topic. Good discussion, guys. Uh, yeah. we're back to Kanye West, man. But this time, we ain't talking about like the new music the he bad dropped. Kanye. <laughs> we ain't talking about the bad Kanye. We talking about the legendary side of Kanye because he's dropped a lot of albums throughout his legendary career. Uh, but we want to talk about the top five Kanye West albums. And so, you know, obviously, there's a ton that you could probably pull from: college dropout, late registration, graduation. The list goes on, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Um, but if you had to list your top five of all time, what would it be? And Personal I, favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all personal. Yeah. Personal favorite. You don't have to consult with the Grammy committee. committee. Okay. We're not part of that. <laughs> I don't care. It's, this, is your, this is your list. Adam, I'm going to start with you yeah. and go from five to one. I'm going to say first, the best part about Kanye West is the fact that every single person has a different ranking. Me and my friend, mm. our top fives had no overlap. We didn't choose the same five albums. Do you know how crazy that is? What? Oh, that's not that. That's, that's crazy. In, that, I don't that, know that about. Yeah, that. Now I gotta right. know who was crazy. You or your friend? But I'm gonna hear this list in a few. Go ahead. Number five, <laughs> the life of Pablo. I think that was a crazy time. That was before the rollout started getting annoying. Huh? It was just it was just before annoying. <laughs> um, he's still annoying. he's still rapping his ass off. You got real right. friends. You got yeah. uh, no more parties yeah. in L. A. It actually has so many amazing songs on it. Uh, what's the What's the first song? With Chance has one of the best hip hop verses on. Uh, uh, oh, um, I'm so bad with song names. Stretch my hands. Wait, five, no. I mean, five, um, no, it was. Why am I blanking? But yeah, Ultra Light Beam. Ultra Light Beam. That's it. That's and then it. Father, yes, dream. Father, stretch my hands. Legendary banger. Oh, amazing album. God. Number four, I got Graduation, an album mm. that very much is. Most of Kanye's music has aged extremely well because he uses a lot of jazz samples and stuff. This album definitely sounds like the 2000s. Definitely has that T-Pain uh, since, like, <laughs> you listen to The Good Life. It does not sound like it was made now. But amazing album, definitely. nonetheless. Yes, 100%. Number three, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. His comeback from embarrassing himself on the, live, on the world stage. Had it disappear for a little. <laughs> Came back with one of the best rap albums ever. Number f- two, happy 20th anniversary to the college dropout. It's tw- it turns, mm, turns 20 today. Okay. And, oh, really? Okay. Oh, wow. Good yeah. timing. Interesting. I mean, is it the best debut album of all time? <sighs> Some might say it was. It's up there. It's up there. And my number one, I think late registration is just a better version of the college dropout. That's a great way to put it. Like, and I don't mean that as a disres- of the college. Dropout. I don't mean that in a disrespectful mm, way to the okay. college dropout because obviously I just said it's my number two. I think it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I think he just improved upon the best beats ever are on that album. His best rappings mm. on that album, the best features are on that album. I mean, Drive Slow is just like the best best song ever. Drive Slow, <laughs> Paul, 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 Paul,
I like the mm. list, bro. I like the list. The list. We gonna we're gonna differ here, cause I, I mean I already I already heard some core differences that yes. uh, we got here. But my got my my friend from school there. I was talking about, he has like 808s and Heartbreak is like his number one. Then he has Yay wow. and The Life of Pablo, and he had a completely different list than me. And I was like, damn, that's how wow. you that's how you know he's great. Wow. Exactly. I will I will say Kanye before uh, either Q or myself gives the list. You know, I I had to. We didn't give caveats to say like don't include joint projects because he mm-hmm. also has yeah. two joint oh, projects with Kissy yeah. Ghost, Watch, Watch the, the Throne, Throne that are yeah. very good albums yeah. in and of their own yeah. self. Classics. But um, but we're talking about solo here, so okay. I yeah. just want to make that clear. I'm glad you you were only talking about solos. Gotcha. That's cool. <laughs> okay. Um, Q, what you got? Uh, starting from five. Yep. Me and Adam have the same five. The Life of Pablo. There we okay. go. I thought. I thought the way you described Life of Pablo was spot on. What I would add to it is uh, the Life of Pablo sounds like a best of Kanye album, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like a combination of new Kanye yes. and old Kanye. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the features felt right. Uh, you know, good youthful moments on the album with Chance. Uh, so number five for me, Life of Pablo. I agree with that. Number four. This might upset you guys. Uh, I got College Dropout at number four. Wow, down low. Um, I think whoa, College Dropout is a very good, very good. This is my personal on its favorites. birthday. You know, you're gonna do this to him <laughs> on his birthday. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> on his birthday, I got College Dropout number four. Wow, College Dropout is definitely probably my second or third favorite. Um, in terms of, um, like favorite in terms of like I just like how pure it sounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a it's a Kanye that's hungry. It's a Kanye that's experimental. But from a musical standpoint, I still think he was a little green. He wasn't as experimental as he was yeah. on the projects after that. Still very good rapping, though. Like, everything is good. It's a good vibe album. So I have that as four. Mm. Um, three, I got late registration. Now... I don't love late registration. I don't wow. love it. However, his rapping on that album is fantastic. It's incredible. His rapping on that album is though that's like the first time I was falling in love with Kanye songs. Mm. Like graduation, you hear it as a whole and you're like, oh yeah, you know, this is good songs, but like some like drive slow. I remember the words, every single words to it. Yeah. I I was starting to see how he was like combining artists that yeah. like I would have never guessed you would rap with, you know, and s- the songs just sound more epic. Like Diamonds from Sierra Leone just sounds Big. epic. It sounds like a movie mm. <laughs> supposed to be it's, made out of this song. The beats are just insane. You know what I mean? Addiction. The on beats there, are just it's... insane, and just like you said, the rapping. I'm reiterate the rapping on that album is fantastic. Outstanding. So I got late registration as th- three, two. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Mm. Now, Whoa, okay. favorites. No, no, no. I just, I'm here. I'm so, here. With you. We here. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. In my opinion, I'm gonna say this. I've said it before, and I'm gonna say it again. Mm-hmm. That is the best rap album I've ever heard in my life. Best rap album. I think that is the best rap album I've ever heard in my life. Production wise, the way that he had all these features put together. Every song on that album deserves five stars to me. Literally even, every single song. Even Blame Game? But I yes, love yes, Blame Game. Yes. I love Blame I love that Game. song. 
five. The the Chris Rock yes. where he was where Amber he was talking about Amber. Yeah. Wait, uh, Chris Rock. Yeah. Amber Chris Rose. Rock. The whole Yeezy, like yeah. Yeezy taught me. John Legend. Bro, incredible. Did it on incredible. Game. Yeah. Incredible. Five stars all around. However, the reason it's not number one to me is I just felt like that youthful Kanye was gone. There was a more darker Kanye. And I think one of the things that I really liked about Kanye, especially during the graduation time, was he had this like playful element to Mm -hmm. him. He had this heartwarming, charming, you know, element to him. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy just felt like business. We are in the business of making the best, what, 12 songs to come out on an album. Like, mm-hmm. that's his approach. And it was a cold approach. Yeah. So I don't think it can fall as favorites to people. It's, mm-hmm. That's why a lot of people don't say it's their favorite because it's you're not supposed to have a personal connection to it. You're just supposed to just listen to it, internalize it, and realize it as the best album ever. Okay. Right? So that's why that's number two. Number one for me, Graduation. Mm. I love graduation's purity. I love the playfulness Kanye is with. On that album, I feel like he has his funniest bars. Can't tell me nothing. It's just raw. It's just hard. You know, he's just, forget what you think. You know (laughs) what I mean? Just, I'm just going to give it to you raw, straight no chaser, flashing lights. Mm-hmm. The mixture of just like really, really soulful R and B, and just like really, really, just you know, real raw raps. I just feel like that was the last time Kanye was just like a charming, like yeah. relatable, Pre- personal rapper. Pre Donna, mm. you know, Pre Donna, yeah, Donda is that's a good point. Exactly, passed away. This was it was just that's the Kanye that I loved. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like that was the last time we got it. And that album's also pretty good. And also, you know, another thing is we never saw the bear. The graduation <laughs> bear. That was the, the, the that bear. was the last time you saw the college bear. You that's know, true. Whatever good observation. Good so observation. That's my five. Okay. Graduation. I like one. that. So let me let me just do a recap. So your number one was uh graduation and your number one was late registration. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yeah. Okay. All right, man. We got we got some we got some yo. This this guy's discography is crazy. Like I I'm like I just I just like the fact that like the list was just so different. You're scaring me because you're trying to buy time to. to I'm setting you up because I'm like (laughs) you're scaring me with this. No, because because where I'm going where I'm going with that is just to simply add on to the fact that what Adam you said in the beginning, which is Kanye's discography is so vast that a lot of people's top five is totally different. Yeah. And um, I'm here to, you know, add to that narrative because my number five Kanye West or favorite album from him is 808 and Heartbreaks. It's easy. That's that's my personal top five. You know, I I just loved um, I didn't love his attire at the time. He was acting like a certified weirdo on the cover. And anytime you saw him in any of the visuals, it was like this super recluse like simp visuals that he was doing. But I thought musically. That was the that was the 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 peak of Kanye. I would say taking a shift yeah, sonically um, from an emotional like you know production standpoint, and heartless. I and I thought it yeah heartless bro. It can't say you will. It came at a time in the in the rap game where that was like the sound that clearly people would take and, and kind of run with it in a, in a sense and use it as a template. And I just felt yeah. like bro, the music on there was so impactful. I remember listening to that album so. 
so confused at like how did they craft this music Mm -hmm. like i I just remember thinking that now it's clearly not my favorite Mm -hmm. kanye album here but it it is in my top five for that reason alone uh number four you guys said it all about the album uh adam this is gonna piss you off uh q is probably gonna piss you off too but late registration it's number four for me for me, this is we're talking favorites here. Everything you guys said about Drive Slow and all this stuff, it was so amazing. I agree. The rapping on that album was was his peak. Mm-hmm. That was like you I would genuinely call Kanye a backpack rapper at that stage, mm-hmm. like of the likes of the most deaths and the and the quali mm-hmm. and the you know, that whole like even just sort of lupe fiasco. Like guys who you respect lyrically, mm-hmm. that was what Kanye was pushing was, on that album. And I thought it was so excellent. He was Facts. out rap for sure, for sure. Absolutely. And just musically, man, it was it was incredible music, man. Um, but nonetheless, that's my number four. Number three for me is College Dropout. I, I felt like that one of the greater debuts in rap, if not music as a whole, the 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 strength on songs like Jesus Walks, you know, just coming out the gate swinging with just impact. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, we've not really seen that type of impact in rap. Um, there's a couple people you can name, but not a lot who can who can really talk who can really live up to what Kanye was able to do on on, on college dropout. And I just thought like artistically, it, it it takes the edge to me above what late registration did. Just just for it just felt a little bit more pure mm-hmm. debut debut album. It was fresh, you know. It just I I agree. I do think there were albums that kind of followed, but mm-hmm. that that maybe did things slightly better here and there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from a rapping standpoint late registration just talked about that mm-hmm. but to me the genuine artistry in college dropout to me was just it was just it's iconic to me mm-hmm. it's literally iconic that's the word i would use for a for that particular album okay we're again we're talking favorites here we ain't talking best i gotta keep mm-hmm. repeating this okay uh number two graduation graduation man i dog the man that was different, man. That was a different time, man. Stronger, just the 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 good life, man. You know, even the battle he had with Fifty Cent at the time. That was a very critical time in rap, where it was like a changing of the guards. Yeah. You know, again, Kanye has been involved in so many like little micro movements mm-hmm. within yeah. rap, yeah. but I just felt like musically that he he really pushed the envelope, like artistically, sonically speaking. This is one of the lighter albums that he's dropped. There wasn't a ton of depth here with yeah. with the graduation, mm-hmm. but the exuberance, the the just sort of carefree nature would just it it almost felt like rave music mixed with hip hop. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was different for Kanye as well. He's really never dropped a project that even came close to it artistically. I know um, he, he, and that's probably the genius of him. I know he made it with the intention of like I want this to go in arenas and sound crazy. And that's what uh, yes i mean he still walks out to can't tell yes. me nothing when he like when travis brought him on mm-hmm. stage like it just sounds mm-hmm. triumphant and it you just know sounds tri- i'm glad you said it and you know what's so interesting about kanye west i would argue that graduation is the first album where he was making arena music mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you want to talk about late registration mm-hmm. college dropout the albums and projects that he put out before they were they were very hip-hop-esque yeah right there there were some big songs but they weren't they weren't stronger. Worldly, like arena, stadium um, status. Remember how he even started out? Yeah, um, he did. Yes, yeah, What's the song? Uh, um, 
uh, big brother, yeah, big, big, brother. big yeah, brother. brother. Like he yeah. he talked about it. Stadium stat. Like he yeah. he yeah. even gave you guys yeah. the blueprint. Said, "Yo, I'm making stadium music now, guys." And, and he, he never really looked back since. F- but FYI, don't, don't sleep on the the everything I am. <sighs> no, it was there. Oh, oh, man. No, it was like, there. Just to, yeah, oh, but yeah, really, for oh, sure, just the, dude. It's just so pure. I agree. It's just so just easy to love. No, I agree. You know what I mean? No, it's underrated song. No, 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 for sure. An underrated What's up? the bonus track on graduation. I'm um, good night with most deaf. Good night. Oh is a very, yeah. Uh, I can't anymore. <laughs> I love that it's song. A catchy yes, sir. It's just a feel good. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Feel good vibes. Absolutely, man. Right. But but. No, you guys make good points too. Um, but my number one to me, and Q knows this, we've gone back and forth for years about this. To me, my favorite Kanye West project easily is my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. You know, uh, it, it's it's so crazy because to me, I, I still feel this way until I guess further notice. That was like the peak of Kanye West artistically. From a visual standpoint, music standpoint, think about what he was doing with his music videos or Runaway. Runaway was one of the most unorthodox songs mm-hmm. that like push a tease on. That we've like production wise, <laughs> like you you're not supposed to make a song like Runaway. Yeah. You're not supposed yeah. to make a song like that, yeah. but that amazing. worked. It's amazing. It's just like he was so he was clicking on every cylinder yeah. at that Runaway. point in his career, oh. bro. It, it was just to me. It was just different, man. It just the the dark feel, yeah. um, just mixed with the lyricism, the devil in a new dress, he bro. Was that was like the first time where I felt like Kanye got people on his albums, and he was bringing people from different worlds, yeah. into yeah. his project. I know he made he made Pusha T rewrite that Runaway verse multiple times because he's like, you can do better. That you can make this, yeah. You can make this more yep. ego. He also, he also made. Nicki you're right. Minaj he also made Nicki Minaj do the same, mm-hmm. which is one Nicki of the most Minaj famous hip hop verses ever. She was like, "I don't want to do all these weird voices." He's like, "Nah, like keep doing that." I'm a motherfucker. Wow. Like, yeah, like the vocal inflection. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's it was it's true. Just, it's it was true. just so different, man. That like, I to me, I I really feel like till this day, like. You, I, you'd be hard pressed to find another album or several. Give me a handful of albums that come close to the the construction, the composition of the music, mm-hmm. like production mixed with the lyricism, artistry. It's just cutting. It was cutting edge then, Multi-layer. and I would argue that you play it today, it's still cutting edge music. Yeah. Several different layers. You have to listen to it a few. T- Some songs you have to listen to over and over again to like fully understand. And, and that album came out uh, almost a decade ago, yeah. and I could. St- you could like, listen. Could you you uh, can listen today, and you would still say this is cutting edge. I'm yeah, telling you for sure. I mean, and I can't say the same for I can't say the same for college dropout. Can't say the same for late registration. Mm-hmm. This is not a knock on those because I love those, yeah. but I'm just saying like that to me no, just sort of proves the way the, the bag he was in starts with like can we get much higher? Like what a exactly what a cinematic like way to start an album, and then it drops into the beat, and he ugh. like it's it's just, it's just a, it's a Bro, crazy way to start an even, album. Absolutely. Or even all of the lights. Ooh. How many people are on all the lights? Do you, have you ever looked at like there's like ten the tracks? Yeah. There's like ten, and you can't even. <laughs> there's still you artists. There's still artists. I try to find like what part they're at. I'm like, I don't exactly. Where's Drake? Like on Alicia song? Keys. Where is Jada Kiss? Jada Kiss is yeah. on this song. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. hilarious. No, that's, that's that's fair. But no, that's my top five, guys. That's all my right. top five. Hey, all right. Some great list. Yeah, that's my, but it's it's so crazy. We we got some overlap there. Yeah, yeah we do. got some overlap. Yeah, it's Kanye we West. Do. There's no wrong. There's no wrong choice. 
there's no wrong choice, really. Agree, man. Unless but you put yay in, in there. Or, 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 or vultures, I guess. <laughs> or vultures. <laughs> hey, uh, honorable mention? Honorable mentions? Okay, go ahead. My honorable mention is The Life of Pablo. Easy. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, come on. Life of Pablo. But then, you know, I, yeah, that's it. Life of Pablo, Life of Pablo. Honorable mention. No, you don't got to go deep dive, but what's your honorable mention? Honorable mention for me, Donda. Ooh, okay. Wow. I Donda's honorable Ugh, I know. I love Donda. We said no duos, but I would do Kids See Ghosts probably. Like Reborn on that album. Also, this choice is not allowed, and because he does not rap on the album. Or he has one song on it. Daytona. Daytona. Uh-oh. His production on Daytona is the craziest thing ever. Oh, my God. Daytona is one of my favorite rap albums uh, also. Daytona. So I know it's not a Kanye album, Daytona. but it's kind of a Kanye album. And yeah, the next definitely. artist, I tweeted this today or yesterday, who needs to get the Kanye-produced album? Freddie Gibbs. You make your Mad Lib Montana album. Oh, man. Get, give me Daytona production and Freddie Gibbs bars. Classic. Oh, now, he, now he's God. 100% in line for a Kanye-produced album. Yes. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's they're, crazy. They're he, he definitely needs that. I agree. Yeah. Um, but you you guys out there, though, on YouTube and all these other platforms, what are your top five favorite Kanye West projects? Drop them in the comments for us, man. Let's move on to the next and last topic. Uh, this has been a dope episode, guys. Love it's been a dope episode, man. It almost I forgot the camera was on for a, many a times, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, zero skips. Yes, zero skips, guys. Zero skips. I'm the mother effing playlist, the segment. We're here uh to talk about some of those. So, Q, I'm a. You you got yours pulled up or no? I do. I, let me get the track listing. Hey, Adam, feel free to be our referee on this episode here. Uh, it's your call. You're gonna be the arbitrator, yeah. the referee. You're gonna tell us who's right and who's wrong. Which one was a skip and which one's not. I hope I know. Do you the, have yours? I hope I know the album. You guys were talking about Tory Lanez before. I'm like, I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard that Tory Lanez album before. Oh, but that was from last episode, though. Yeah. That was last episode. Do you have yours? I do. You want me to go first? I got mine right now. Okay. You know what it is. Do I know what yours is? No, I'm saying. All right. <laughs> Obviously, you don't. Know of course not. Is. What do you mean? But. King by T.I. Mm, yo, you keep going back. You're going back old school no with No skips. Wow. Okay. No skips. See, actually, I'm here to keep it new school. I listened to, is it, what's his fame, his like biggest album? Is it Underground King? What is it? Underground King. I listened to it. Underground Legend. Sorry. Un- underground Legend. I listened to it I'm for the first skip. time this week. Yeah. My first, Ooh, my first ever T.I. album listen. I'm like, everyone says he's the king of the South. I, I got to give this a listen. It, I understand. Underground King. I understand Which now. Which one was that again? Was that his second? It's Underground King. It's Underground Legend. I'm, underground. Drawing, I'm drawing blanks right now. You got yours or you... Urban Legend. Is he talking about Urban Legend? Let me see. I'm looking at his discography right now. But I do got mine, though. Okay. I got mine, too. Oh, No I, skips. Trap music. That was what I listened to. Oh, trap, trap music. music. Okay, that's his second. I, if trap music. That was number two. Two. Good album. His sophomore, I want to say. Yeah. But King. Oh, come on now. What? That's your that's the that's the one? Yeah, T.I. King. Okay, all right, all right. I love that album. You want me to go? Yeah, yeah. Ready? You go. You ready? By the way, mine is Roddy Rich. Please excuse me for being anti-social. I just wow. heard that album. Just I just heard that album. I'm gonna 
Zero skip. Zero skip. I just heard it the other day. All right. I'm glad. I'm glad. And, we, and we'll talk about one it. one skip. You wanna, this one might be hard, though. This one might be hard for T, because this one you... you, you uh. I remember the album. Okay. That's one of my favorite T.I. albums, actually. First song, King Back. King Back, King Back, King Back. Skip? <laughs> of course not. No, it was a great. That was a, an amazing intro. Real talk. Front Back with UGK. I like that front, song. Front back. I, I like front, the song. Front front. It's, is it a it's, skip? It's not a skip. It's <laughs> okay. not a skip. Okay, not you. a skip. I'll be more definitive. This is a long. It's not a skip. It's a long album. Seventeen songs, and all these songs are like five. Seventeen. Songs. They, that joint got some skips on it, though. I'm no, it say. doesn't. It got some skips. Okay. What you know? What you know about that? Oh, come, come on. on. That's the best song on the album. What you know? About That's the best song on the album. Not a skip. I'm talking to you. That's not a skip. I'm talking to you. Remember, that's the diss. Was that the diss? That, that was the diss. I talked about this. I talked about that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was good. That was good. good no, that was good. That was good. Okay. That on. was good. Live in the sky. Oh, man. Jamie Foxx. Life's ups and downs. They come yeah. and go. Skip. No. Of course not. Ride with me. Love that song. Not a skip. Love that song. Okay. Then you got the intro. Or, or sorry, you got the uh, interlude. Why you want to. Why you want to. Go and do that. Why you want to go. I love that song. Love that song. Get it. With Swiss beats. Nope. Not a skip. Not a skip. Not a skip. Top back. Not a skip. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Okay. Undertaker. Dun, 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 dun. Young Buck, Young Dro. Come on. This is not a skip. <laughs> Yo, play it. Play it. Play it. Play it. Play it. Okay. Let you me hear know, just a couple seconds. Let me hear a couple seconds. Okay. Okay. You know, we, we won't get in trouble. Let me hear a couple seconds. Undertaker. Because I don't know, man. It's not a skip. We might have a skip on our hands, guys. I got one. Might be the first. It's not a skip. It's not a skip. Wait till the hook comes in. That's not a skip. Oh no 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 no! It's not a skip. No, nope. right you. when that sna- right when that snare hit. Oh uh, no no no! That was that's good. That's not a skip. That's not a skip. Not a skip at all. Okay, I, 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 we're almost done. Keep going. Stand up guy. It's not a skip. It's a smooth joint. It's a smooth joint. It's a smooth joint. Could we have a, a skip? Joint. All right, I'm gonna play it for you. That might be a skip, dog. Stand up. Skip? Hey, that might be a skip. Hey, skip. Skip. <laughs> oh, this is the fast beat. Yeah. Oh, hell no. I love this song. Love that song. Love that song. <laughs> not, a, not a skip. Oh, not a skip. We're almost there. Not a skip. You know who? That one, I don't know. You know who? <laughs> Yo, it's been so long, bro. You, we you, really got to start prepping. You know <laughs> Let's see. You know who? We really got to start prepping, bro. You who? Just play it. Is it right? oh, I don't have it. Uh, oh, you're playing from your library? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I love this album, and this is not one that, that I ever remember <laughs> listening to. <laughs> that did not that sound great. That's a bona fide skip. Okay, good That's life. a bona fide skip. Okay, good life. Love that song. Good life is not a skip. Love that song. Hello. Hello is great. I just want to say hello. I love hello. I love hello. <laughs> Told you so. That's not a skip. No, not a skip at all. Not a skip at all. And the last one, this might be a skip. <laughs> Bankhead. Damn, closing track <laughs> skip. Can't handle a skip. Bankhead. Might be a skip. That might be a skip. Uh, I, I don't play. recall that being good. I'm being honest with you guys. Head. I think we got two skips on this album. That's not a skip. That's not a skip. That's not a skip. That's not a skip. <laughs> just, just hearing the beat is not a skip. No, nah, this is the skip. No, nah, this is the skip. 
I respect the, the I respect the sort of it's, it's, it's m- melody barely, he had in the hook, but if it's a skip. It's that's barely. It's not an obvious skip. You know one thing I, about King though that I never understood. Like he didn't have too many features. He did. Like it was. It was. Like, he didn't. It definitely. He didn't really have, relied on himself with that one. He definitely didn't have high profile features. Yeah, I personally I got two okay, skips on that. Brian, Max a lot. two. Okay, Max two. So you you agree with that? Or you got any you got any pushback? I, one and a half. That that last one maybe, but okay, all right. I I think I'm still gonna win though. I I know Roddy Witch has all one, right. I know Roddy Witch has one or two. We're skips. gonna see here, guys. Let's <laughs> let's start this. Uh, let's start it up here. Uh, please excuse me for being antisocial. Probably. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll let we'll let Adam judge. He's gonna know end. this one. We'll Adam, let... I purposefully was looking at him because I know you. You probably don't know that album, <laughs> yeah. King. I got, I got a bump. <laughs> we know this one. Yeah, this. There you go. There you go. There's some research to do, right? Yeah. yeah this, Put you on a little bit. This Roddy Ritual, and this is right. this is my freshman year of college right here. This is what we were yeah. playing. All okay. I know this one. We're gonna we're gonna get it going. I know. This okay. One. Intro. Bad. No, that's a great song. Bad bitch gave me neck 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 when he does this. <laughs> yes. Yep, yep, yeah. He yep. already know. Of course, the box. It's not a skip. Not you, a you, skip. You, not but a you skip. said that like nonchalant. I said, of yeah, course, not it's yet. not a skip. Okay, I'm, I need a little hit, bit more that's energy, that's, bro. Do you hit, know that has a billion views? Hit record. <laughs> yes. Beat up, hit, hit beat out Justin Bieber and someone else. I forget who it was, but they were trying to get that number one fact. spot and they couldn't beat out Roddy. Yeah. That's a fact. Isn't that crazy? All right, let's keep it going. Start with me with Gun. Banger. No, it's not a skip. Banger. Banger. Perfect time. Great. The Great. Piano, with the piano. Uh, he said it. It's a good song. Great. Okay. Okay. Wait, is it skip or not? You tell me. Uh, it's, no, no, no. We'll we'll let that slide. We'll let it slide. <laughs> it's a, it's it's not a skip. Okay. It's not a skip. Okay. It's not a skip. I, I will hear you. Mm. Moon walking. Good song. With featuring Lil Durk. That's a great song. That's a great song. Thank you. Great song. Thank you. Okay. Um, not a skip. Next song. Big stepper. Banger. Absolute banger. Not a skip. Would you, like to, would you like it's to revise? Would you like to revise any of these, sir? It's a bit stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, yeah. it's a little, it's kind of a stupid song, but like, it's, okay, not, it's, right. it's not a skip. I, I'll take that, I'll take that. Uh, God's Eyes. I don't remember this one. What? It's I don't remember that song. It's a skip! That might be a skip. No! Don't remember it! I don't remember it! You don't remember God's Eyes? No, that's Big Stepper. Oh, damn, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> that's Big Stepper, yeah. So, sorry about that. God's Eyes. That's a skip. That's you a skip. Didn't walk the That's the definition of a skip. Might be a skip. That's the definition of a skip, Adam. This is a That's skip? It's a, a skip. All his songs sound like that. <laughs> that's a fact. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a skip. He's right. But that's a skip? That's a skip. That's wow. A skip. Okay. That's definitely a skip. All right, guys. All right. Okay. That's a skip. All right. Uh, Peter. Banger. No. Hell, that's, that's arguably like one of the best songs if not the best song yeah me to this thing featuring Meek yeah. Mill yeah boom boom room that one I don't remember either it's not a skip but I don't like it but you don't remember that Adam that's not oh, this is the key. Yeah, every time I hit that's an amazing song every we gonna get to that sorry boom boom room oh oh yeah I, I never liked this song the boom, boom, no good, good song good song okay I never but like, can I say this though go ahead talk I never liked the song mm-hmm but I'm familiar with it. Yeah. But I've never liked it. And it's the if you want to talk about skip, okay. it's a skip because I don't like it. But <sighs> it's definitely memorable. Though. All right. I got you. It's definitely memorable. I hear you. I hear you. I respect that. Um, I just disagree heavily. Okay. Just saying. 
Uh, but who? Wait, you're the judge here, and Adam. So I'm the one giving the album. If you think it's a skit, you think it's a skit. I completely disagree. It's memorable. Okay, cool. Um, next one's a skit. So we'll skit that. It's like it says Elisa skit. I think that was like his mom or grandma. Yeah, she's talking about uh, the song he had with mustard. She's like, it's so nasty. Mm -hmm. And then and then it leads. I like it, but it's nasty. And then it leads into the song High Fashion. Yes, my favorite song of the album. Hell no. Hell no. Favorite song? Okay. All right. Then we got Backseat. We got Backseat next. I love Backseat. Good song. Backseat, Backseat. Adam, skip? Not a skip. Not a skip? Okay. Hell no. Roll Dice. Skip. I'm forgetting what that one is. I'm looking at the track list right now. The next two of them. I ain't gonna lie. This might be a skip. If you, to be honest with you, to be honest with you, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. The only two that I would say is possibly a skip is this and God's Eyes, but this one I like better than God's Eyes. Okay. This one was like catchy. <laughs> Y'all are going to think it is a 100% a skip. No, bro. It's 100% a skip. No. It's 100% a skip. I, I, respe I, I respect no, it. Skip. I respect it. It's a skip. That's two. I I actually like that song. It's a skip. Okay. It's a skip. All right, cool. That's the, prayers to the Trap God. Not a skip. Memorable song. Not a skip. Not a skip. Not a skip. Not a skip. Not okay, all right. But <laughs> I actually thought that was one of the more creative songs on the album that, like, to me, yeah. like, it was actually fire. But nonetheless, we'll keep going. Uh, we got a couple more. Mm -hmm. uh, Tiptoe. Banger. Featuring no. A Boogie no. with the hoodie. Banger. Great, great song. Boogie great. killed that. Banger. Yeah, and did. we end off the album with War Baby. Great closing song. Great song. Good song. Skip? It's not a skip. No, okay. It's not a skip. Not a skip. So... You got two, about two. two. You yeah, said two, about two. two. War, two we got uh, Roll Dice and then we got God's Eyes. Actually, I don't agree with you on that outro for T.I. But. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I'm the judge. I'll let it go. I'm the yeah, judge two, for that one. You the two, judge two. for this one. Two, two. I think two, it's, two. it's impressive that for someone who doesn't talk about that much, like introspectively, the fact that he only has two skips on that album is crazy. Like he made hit exactly. after. It's like Bro. hit after hit. Exactly, Bro, isn't that crazy? He was he was operating at a legendary Ti level yeah, in terms yeah. of like a debut. Like this is why we've all been so, well. Oh, most people, Roddy, Rich? Roddy. I'm not, yeah, Roddy. I think you're you, yeah, Roddy. I was talking Roddy. Oh, yeah, he's okay. talking about oh, Roddy. Talking Roddy. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like he was, dog. Roddy. This is the reason why a lot of people are disappointed with yeah. where Roddy is today, right? Because of how good that album was. They, yeah, you know. So I don't know. I just love his voice. And I don't know, I, guys. I love a raspy, a raspy, weird vocal inflection voice. Like I'm a huge Smino fan. I feel like he had a similar Smino oh, vibe does. at that time, where like they randomly yeah. do like the Babish give me neck, 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 neck. Like it's such a weird thing to do in a song, but it works. <laughs> it works with his voice. Hey, yeah, bro, that's hey, facts. Hey, listen to to close. I, we all know how how much you're a fan of raspy voices because you you yes. prayed to God. Pray like, to God earlier in the episode. You Let told me us sound like Anderson like, Pack, please. That's <laughs> yo, that's crazy. Like you, so so that means you appreciate artists like the Post Malones, maybe oh, yeah. the Kid Leroy, because their their voices are very raspy. They are raspy. I'll say not as po much as I like other artists because I also, I mean, I love good songwriting. I like singers that sing like rappers. So Anderson Pack writes like a rapper, but he's singing. Or Frank Ocean, I think, mm. writes like a rapper. SZA writes like a rapper. SZA, yep, yep, yep. yep. So like, like the Kid Leroy's Agreed, a little man. basic, like what they're saying for me, but he has an objectively great voice. He has a great voice. He has a, and, and both Kid Leroy and um, Post Malone's voice cracks. That's what you're talking about. I love about. a crack. Yeah, I love the voice cracking is amazing. Malone, the voice cracking is literally incredible. When J Cole sings on like "Be Free" at the uh, live on Letterman show, like his voice, it's not like a good musical voice, but it's amazing. 
Like it's just my yeah. Shit. I know I what you mean. You. I feel and you. Kanye had that too. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Hey man, we. Hey guys, we've reached the end of the episode. Adam, uh, where can the people find you and uh, tell them what you got going? What you got? I guess lined up next. Yeah, um, at Adam Dash underscore on all social media. Uh, you can look up Sound Centric Music. Uh, I think on Twitter, Sound Centric M U S. We couldn't fit the whole word. I think it was taken already. But you can find mm. new episodes on all streaming platforms and on YouTube every single Wednesday. Um, on TikTok, posting shorts every single day with similar topics like this, fun debates. And yeah, send me your music too if you're an artist, please. I would love to hear some new music. Yes. We try to shout out as much as possible on the pod and get you in front of some big guest names. That could be your nice little break. So send us yes, music. Sir. There you have it, it, man. And thank you. Thank you, guys for, words? thank you guys for bringing oh, me on. Man. That was an hour, hour and 45 minutes of just talking about hip-hop. It was, that was great. Sheesh. I've been watching my phone battery just... slowly die because it's my camera right now. So this is <laughs> ending at the perfect time. I'm at 5%. Oh, man. It's so hard to get these episodes like under an hour, bro. It when is. you start talking, it's Every single literally time. impossible. Yeah. Bro, it, it happens. Um, on that note, guys, if, uh, if you made it this far, hit that subscribe button on your way out. Uh, like the episode on YouTube if you're watching it there, man. Um, yeah. This is the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast. And as always, if you're giving advice, just make sure that thing is ill. Yes, sir. Bow. Fire. That was so much fun. Bro, I... We... Of course. I mean, when we when we write our scripts, we'd always try to like shorten it down. We're always like, is this going to get to an hour? It always gets to an hour because we're always can't stop talking. And like, Heh <laughs>